0: Hey everyone, you're listening to Kinda Tempted. I'm Kimai. And I'm Tanisha. And today, we're Kinda Tempted to be bilingual. Let's go! Woo! (laughs) I want to take a second to say that we really
1: appreciate every listen and every ounce of support that we get from you guys, so thank you so
0: much. So Kimai, what are we talking about today? We're talking about being bilingual? Yeah. Hi everyone, I'm bilingual. (laughs)
1: Wow. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm tempted to be bilingual. I do not consider myself bilingual yet,
0: but hopefully get there. (laughs) We're we're kind of tempted to be bilingual. We're not completely there, but we're trying our best every day, probably. Um,
1: Not me, but
0: one day. (laughs) We wanted to do kind of like a series related to us being Asian, growing up Asian, things that we've experienced, things like that. And honestly, being Asian is something I've been my entire life, And so it's something I can speak about (laughs) for a very long time, you know, something that just doesn't fit into our one hour episodes, sometimes one hour and a half. So Tanisha and I want to be very specific when we talk about these things. And today we're talking about our languages that we speak. I'm
1: super excited to be talking about this. I didn't really realize how excited I would be until I started until I started typing out notes. I'm like slurring my words today. I don't know what's going on.
0: I don't know what the um, fuck is wrong with me either.
1: I don't know. Like, is it the pasta I just had? Does pasta maybe slur my words? I don't know. I think that it's really important for us as Asian women to be able to come here and amplify. Our voices and our culture and media and just talk about diversity and maybe introduce you guys to some things that you might not know. And then having that open up the conversation to you guys teaching us things about yourselves. So super excited to be here, super excited to talk about it. And yeah, today the focus is languages, but Mm -hmm. we will definitely get into more Asian-based topics later on
0: because it's just a big part of who we are. Yeah, exactly. And if you have any suggestions on anything that we could talk about, please let us know because our options are dwindling. Um, (laughs) But also, we are obviously going to be speaking about the languages that we grew up speaking, but being bilingual doesn't mean you have to grow up knowing that language. You can always learn another language anytime. So hopefully this will encourage you to embark on that journey to learn another language or to improve upon the languages that you do know. Yes, that's a very, very Good point. Uh, There's definitely room for improvement
1: on my end. And I already know (laughs) that you know more about your family's language than like I know about mine. So I'm excited to learn from you today, too.
0: I I try my best. A lot of the times it's just kind of like filling in the blanks. Like, I don't know what this word is, but I do know what the word before that meant. And usually it's meant well with this. And so I'm going to assume that you said, are you hungry? You know? (laughs) Wow. I,
1: yeah, I really feel that. Um, Especially when people speak really fast and I'm just like, I don't know, but I'm going to use context clues to figure out what's going on. (laughs) I know. And the different dialects too. We'll get into that later. Oh my God. So Kimai, can you introduce yourself
0: to our audience? Hi everyone. I'm Kimai. And I'm Vietnamese. <laughs> I can <cannot>. lie. <laughs> I'm really excited to be here today. Yeah, anyways, so I am Vietnamese and I am fully Vietnamese, probably. I mean, I say probably because both of my parents, they were born in Vietnam and we are pretty much Vietnamese. But in like back, back, back in the day, we probably have some Chinese blood on my dad's side. I think it's like mm-hmm. my grandfather's grandfather was... Chinese and he moved from China to Vietnam so I mean I don't I don't really have I don't know anyone that's a relative who is you know Chinese or like I don't think we're connected to that side still but I mean if you ask me I'm Vietnamese okay
1: that is what you identify as yes that Vietnamese.
0: is I'm like yes. I'm very curious though to do those like um what is it you and me what is yeah, it the 23
1: and me like <laughs> DNA test you and me girl you and me <laughs> You, you got two words, right? Okay.
0: <laughs> the 23andMe DNA test, <laughs> but like, I'm a little scarred because I think I saw someone who is Asian and they like, you know, they did that test and they came back and it said you are Asian, but they, it didn't specify anything else. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know that I'm Asian, but I'd like to know like specifically which, which Asian am I, you know? Yeah, so. I get that. I feel like I'd be so disappointed if they just told me I was Asian. I was like, Like, bitch, I know. Look at me. (laughs) I know. I'm sure. (laughs) I'm sure they've improved since then, but I need to be sure because I'm not spending money just for someone to tell me that I'm Asian. Like, Thank you. But no, thank you.
1: Just talking about like these DNA tests, real quick, mm-hmm. like your results are dependent on which company you go to for the DNA tests because mm. I think they compare your data to everyone else's data that has taken that specific test for that company. Yeah. And then I guess that was a while ago that that person just got Asian <laughs> as a result. So that probably means that there weren't a diverse group of Asians that had taken the test before them. Yeah. So maybe
0: that's why they had just gotten. Asian, (laughs) yeah you know maybe if someone buys it for me I'll try it out you know I have to prick my finger though I don't know how the fuck they do that shit but like whatever it is like I don't I don't know we'll see anyways Tanisha please introduce yourself
1: okay um hi guys my name is Tanisha and I am Thai
0: (gasps) oh my god wow amazing oh my
1: gosh and when I say I am Thai I am T-H-A-I not Taiwanese okay I am oh my God. Thailand. I think this is funny too. And I laugh about this too. But I find that there are some people who are so confused about this. So I feel like I should
0: reiterate. You know what? I feel that. <laughs> Not for me, but I had a friend who I grew up with. And this is when she was young. Okay. I, I'm pretty sure she knows the difference now. But when she was growing up, she was half Vietnamese and half Hmong. And when she was growing up, she thought Hmong was Mongolian. Mm. but like Hmong like H-M-O-N-G and when I was growing up there there's not like a big Hmong population so like I didn't know either I was like oh okay I'm gonna trust her that she will she knows what she is um yeah we didn't and I think she knows now but I understand that so it's like people think that you shorten it but it's like no like there's there's actually a population out there that is Thai but not Taiwanese
1: that is true. Yeah. And giving your friend credit, I don't think I knew about um, Hmong people until I was a teenager or maybe even later. Yeah, um, me too. I don't think it's very commonly well known. So, Mm-mm. yeah, unless you are in an area where there's a huge population. I think the yeah. Midwest has a big population of Hmong people, interestingly. It's
0: interesting. Um,
1: yeah, that's what Travel Channel tells me. And hopefully I remember that correctly. But I also want to shout out. Uh, the AV Club podcast too with Arika oh, yeah. and Vanessa mm-hmm. because they they did have an episode a while back uh, talking about growing up Asian and I think um, Vanessa was talking about being Thai and she also mentioned that people confuse being Thai with being Taiwanese so
0: and you were like uh, I could relate <laughs>
1: yes and I was like yes girl you get me you understand the struggle I just want to bring that up again and shout them out. So, yes, I'm Thai. My name is Tanisha. Both of my parents are Thai and they grew up in Bangkok's Chinatown. Bangkok is the capital of Thailand and our family, like yours, Kimai, is also rooted in China, but I think my grandparents' parents or my grandparents themselves are Mm -hmm. the ones that moved to Thailand from China. So maybe not as far back as you, but still in the same vein, I identify as Thai, even though my family has roots in China. Yeah, that's definitely something that you can determine for yourself and how you feel about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And a quick rundown about my parents. So this is going to be a common thread throughout this entire episode. My dad is pretty Americanized, and so Mm -hmm. are his sisters, because they moved to the U.S. at a very young age, like high school, college age. Okay. So my dad came to the U.S. for some high school, college. He went back home, met my mom. And then two weeks later, they got married.
0: Oh my gosh. Two weeks,
1: yes. And then they decided to move to California, change their last names to something more American. My last name is Tyler. So that's that's the short rundown of what's going on with my family.
0: Do you know your original last name?
1: I do. Okay. Get ready to drag me for my pronunciation. Okay. Anybody who knows a Thai accent, this entire episode is going to be a fucking mess and I'm sorry in advance. Okay. <laughs> you know
0: what? That's fine. I can't tell. So I'm just going to be like, wow, you're so good.
1: See if I never said that. Okay. Just wipe that from your mind. Okay. We could <laughs> yeah. edit it out anyway. Let's go. Okay. My dad's last name. So my mom took his last name was Ratanasar Ivanich. That's seven syllables. Okay. And then my dad came to the U.S and shortened it to Tyler two syllables because it was easier and quicker it's, to write <laughs> okay
0: yeah you know what yeah he was really thinking about you during star he testing was. he was oh like my damn my baby can't be circling 17 syllables yeah. okay <laughs> oh my she's God. got two she got <laughs> she got five letters in her name that's, all That's enough. Needs. Okay. Oh my
1: god! I always thought about that during star testing. It's like, okay, there are only so many boxes here. What happens if you have more than the boxes provided? What do you do? You what know do what you do? just? You try your
0: fucking best, okay. And you <laughs> hope that they give you a good grade, okay. They're like, I didn't have time to finish the test. I was still bubbling in my name. <laughs> I had a friend who had a very long name. Like I think. His last name was like almost 13 letters or something. And I'm I'm sure half the time he was bubbling it in. Okay.
1: You gotta you gotta go down those bubbles and find
0: those letters for like every no, letter in your name. Too. Exactly. And then you still gotta write it up there. You gotta bubble like bubbling shit. That's yeah. hard. Okay. They should have just given me a marker so I could just puncture that stuff just once. Okay. God. Damn, they sh- they should do that. Way to bring
1: everyone back to, like, standardized testing in school, Kimai. I know. It's okay. We don't need that anymore. Just, um, just I do, kidding. But... Yeah, you're taking
0: the MCAT. That's fine. Never mind.
1: But we're not Anyways. going to talk about things that traumatize me no. today. No we, no, we are here um, to talk about the languages yeah. that we speak. So, um, Kimai, what language do you speak? Um, hi,
0: everyone. I'm Kimai. <laughs> and I speak Vietnamese okay. I speak it pretty okay. How about you, Tanisha? We
1: love love truth here. Um, Yeah. uh, I speak Thai, and I speak it less than okay. (laughs) So um, (laughs) that's where I'm at. And I feel like I learned Thai the most from my family, just like being Mm -hmm. at home and talking to my parents and my aunts, uncles, and my grandma, most of all, because she is the one that lived in the same household as me and my parents. In order to communicate with her, I couldn't speak English. I could only speak Thai or a very specific dialect of Chinese that my grandma knows. And so that's where I learned most of what I know of Thai.
0: For me, growing up, same thing. Like I spoke a lot of Vietnamese when I was at home with my family. My paternal grandparents lived very close by. So we would visit them like every week. My grandpa actually used to visit. I mean, used to pick me up from school. So I would be with him a lot. And then we'd always have like my dad's side of the family they were pretty much in the San Jose ish area. So we would always like every weekend or every other weekend, we'd have like a family party or dinner at my grandparents' house. So I'd be speaking Vietnamese all the time. And I also had a babysitter who only spoke Vietnamese. So I, yeah. So that really, that was really helpful too, because actually like at home, my parents have also been here since they were like, my mom has been here since she was 13 my dad's been here since he was 18 so like pretty oh, wow. young and honestly I think they're English they're more fluent in English than I am in Vietnamese they understand English very well so like having that babysitter who only spoke Vietnamese really enforced me to like speak it very well and also I was very close to her she was like another grandma to me and I really loved her so I would talk to her in Vietnamese and converse in Vietnamese with her um, I also went to Vietnamese school
1: Mm -hmm. So do you feel like Vietnamese school helped you like a good amount with learning the language?
0: I think so. I think Vietnamese school really helped me learn how to read and write for sure. I think if I didn't go to Vietnamese school, I wouldn't have the knowledge that I have now being able to read and write. Though, if I am reading something, I can read it really well. But like, I can't, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, if I I feel like, yeah, like, I'll read it. But like, if I'm reading like, a book in Vietnamese or, like, a poem in Vietnam. Like, I can, I know, like, pho ba, okay? And pho ga, I know what food mm, is, mm, okay? Mm. But <laughs> if I'm reading, like, a long story, I have to really slowly think about what I'm saying or, like, or I just don't know what the fuck I'm saying, you know? Like, one time my dad told me to read a poem. I, wrote, I read it and he's like, did you understand it? And I'm like, no, I didn't. I need to, like, <laughs> you know, I have to go back and think about this.
1: And but honestly, yeah. like, that's amazing for you to be able to read it and write it because there are a lot of accents in Vietnamese um, like a lot of accent marks and Mm -hmm. differences in inflection so like I think
0: that's crazy yeah there's like three three kind of A's three kind of O's all these little squiggly wigglies in there and (laughs) I mean if someone were to tell me like there's these two symbols one looks like a worm and the other looks like a question mark okay they both fucking sound the same one is oh. just you hold it you just question it a little longer <laughs> and then the other one is like it's like you know it's hard to explain because like I don't even fully understand it okay Oh my God. but you know I can I can read and write pretty proficiently and I would give credit to Vietnamese school for that also being in Vietnamese school like you're just constantly speaking Vietnamese and even though like your friends could speak English like in class you'd speak Vietnamese and it was just kind of like, you spoke a little Vietnamese to each other. So it was like practice every week in that kind of environment. And then like at home too. Did you go to any like school? Uh, I did go to
1: Thai school, Mm -hmm. uh, but it was Thai summer school for maybe two summers. I don't even know if I finished those whole summers. And that explains why I did not learn how to read or write Thai.
0: (laughs) Damn, Tanisha, you a dropout? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I am. I was like, okay, can I go home and watch cartoons now? Thank you. Oh my God. But this was also when I think I was, I'm going to say seven. Okay. Seven years old or maybe even younger because I think they gave us nap time. So probably much younger. I don't know my ages and grades. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Tanisha
0: was like, fuck this shit in time. And then her parents were like, I'm not paying for this shit if you're going to be a little bitch. Okay. Probably. honestly.
1: Yeah, and it, school was kind of far away too for us. So I think oh, it just okay. wasn't a priority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did get most of my teaching from
0: home from my grandma. I think I was lucky that in San Jose, there is a huge Vietnamese population. There was a school nearby that we could go to. There are actually multiple schools. So it's like we could choose which Vietnamese school we want to go oh, wow. to. Oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll definitely touch on um, population density later because I feel like we're different in that aspect, like with Vietnamese and Thai. Yeah. Yeah. Tanisha was like integration to
0: culture. Solo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why am I not blonde? Um, Which is like kind of sad, (laughs) kind of true. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that'll be another episode. (laughs) We were talking about like our family and then um, our teachers from the Asian schools that we went to that helped us learn to speak the language. Right. Mm -hmm. And repeating again I am worse than okay at speaking Thai your girl is not fluent at (laughs) all she is really not I can understand conversational Thai but I have to really really deeply concentrate to understand what people are saying in Thai especially Mm. if they're speaking really quickly otherwise I'm just like I don't know I don't know what just happened okay I, I know you were speaking Thai but like that's about it okay and it's like really hard for me to in my brain search for and latch on to words that I can say in response if somebody's speaking Thai to me I gotta dig I gotta dig through all those like folds in my brain okay to find it and like sometimes I still can't find it so I just don't say anything you You just say it in English
0: broken Thai
1: I default to English sometimes because there are a lot of Thai speakers even in Thailand that well Thai students are taught English from a very, very young age throughout school, so they're just very good at English already. It's kind of bad that it's easy for me to default because then I don't try as hard to find Thai words, right? What about you?
0: How fluent would you say you are? Well, I'd like to think that I'm fluent, but I feel like my Vietnamese has deteriorated as I grew older, like especially Mm -hmm. when I went to college because I didn't speak Vietnamese as much when I was in college usually I spoke it when I would see my family visit my grandparents every weekend but like in college like I'm not saying like or something you know I'm not going around the streets of UCR speaking Vietnamese okay even if you join VSA they're not speaking to you in (laughs) Vietnamese okay like that's the thing I feel like there just weren't many opportunities for me I mean I didn't really look for these opportunities but like if I like rolled out something in in Vietnamese people would be like a little confused because they didn't speak Vietnamese (laughs) and and then again like my parents they're pretty fluent in English so even if I spoke to them on the phone it would be like half Vietnamese half English or like they'd speak to me in Vietnamese I'd respond in English like I just didn't I didn't understand how much it mattered to like practice continuously until like my Vietnamese was already like very 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 low um, because when I was growing up, like, shit, like, I could just speak forever in Vietnamese. I was singing song in v- songs in Vietnamese. Oh, I was, wow. like, arguing in Vietnamese. But now I'm just, like, silent if you try to yell at me in Vietnamese, okay? I'm just kidding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, honestly, like, that's true for me in terms of Thai. But, yeah, the only person that you are teaching Vietnamese to is probably Alex. And you're teaching him to say that he's a pig, oh. right? Like, that's 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 a memory.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's true. I have to, I have to credit Alex for keeping my Vietnamese strong at UCR. Yes. Yeah. He was an integral
1: part of um, Kim Mai's retention of Vietnamese for Thank sure. You.
0: I will forever uh, <laughs> know that phrase because I I taught it to Alex.
1: Wow. Knowledge <laughs> tied with memories, the most yes. effective guide. I definitely understand what you mean when you say that when you went away to college, the language leaves your body, mm-hmm. like it just dissipates into thin air. Uh because I would talk to, well, my grandma was at home. I couldn't talk to her every day when I was away at school living like two hours away. Right. So that went away. And then when I would talk to my parents on my phone, like maybe it was just uh, short phrases. And I think I could hold a better conversation when I was a toddler in Thai Mm -hmm. than I could now, which is disappointing in a way. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, no, you know what? It, it is absolutely disappointing and yeah. I want to be better and I'm going to fix it. It's just not quite happening right now, but we'll get there.
0: You know what? You got this. Okay. That's your declaration. Okay. That is your promise. We will try our best. I will say that I did pass a Vietnamese test to be considered bilingual at my job. Okay. So I am oh, officially wow. bilingual according to a third party provider. <laughs> and um that test it was a mess though like it was <laughs> it started off easy they were like hey who who's in your family what does your room look like mm-hmm. and then it started asking me like what do you feel about social media what do you think about wow. covid and and also it was it was a lot like maybe i'll go into that story another time because it's like it's kind of funny
1: i'd love to hear about it for sure <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah you know what? i mean we're talking about languages i might as well tell my story now right Oh, go ahead. I'm ready. Okay. So like I had to take a Vietnamese test and it was a struggle because I didn't really know what to do. Like conversationally, I'm more used to speaking with like my family. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was speaking to this, this lady and she was like, we're going to start off easy and then it's going to get harder. And so I was speaking to her and she's like, okay, describe like your family. And I was like, Hey, I got a sister. I got a brother. I got two parents and a dog describe what's in your room bitch I got a bed (laughs) I got a table and I I, and I'm just like um I don't know what else is in my I don't really have that much in my room like do I lie what's in my room because she doesn't know what's in my room so I had all of these thoughts and then it got (laughs) to like this when I took this test it was like January 2020 or something okay so like around COVID like things were happening but it wasn't happening like happening Mm -hmm. so they were like oh well what do you know about COVID at that time I didn't know anything about COVID I was like um I heard it's in France and that's all (laughs) that I knew okay okay I was just like I don't know about COVID that much I don't I'm sorry I don't really read the news and she's like okay what about how do you feel about social media and I'm like you know it's not the best but we try (laughs) And this is all in Vietnamese because as it got harder, I just couldn't, I couldn't express these concepts in Vietnamese, but I could tell you that I had a bed in my room and a table. Okay. And I passed the test.
1: As you're saying these words, I'm like trying to translate them into Thai. And I'm like, this is already hard. This is difficult. Okay.
0: Like they, she was like, what is, what does your parents do? And I'm like, um, my dad is an engineer but I didn't know how to say engineer in Vietnamese. So I said, he's an engineer. (laughs) Like that's, that's basically what I said. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, try not to speak English. I'm like, well, do you know (laughs) what (laughs) engineers? is? like, I'm the interviewer now. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, there's words like, she's like, describe your job. And I'm like, well, a lot of the (gasps) words that I, the things that I do in my job are things that my parents even say in English. So like, upload a document or like download yeah. so I, an app and I asked my dad and I like couldn't I didn't know what to say in Vietnamese and they're like try not to use English I went home and I was like hey dad how do you say download in Vietnamese and he's like I don't fucking know download okay like that's how you say it and I'm like dad tell that to my test take like my yeah. test person okay Like, what am I supposed to do if what we say in Vietnamese is pretty much English, you know? Like, do I just say it in a Vietnamese accent? Like, um, I download guy night or something like, you know, just make it Vietnamese at that point. I don't know, but it was a mess, but I passed.
1: I dude, I'm proud of you. Um, I am not considered bilingual by a third party, so, um, I congratulate you. You know, I'm sure if you tried, you
0: probably would get it.
1: Mm -mm, I don't, I think it's that tough. no. (laughs) Mm -mm. i have been to the thai like the thai embassy or something like i went to a government building in thailand when i was visiting and they asked me some questions and i was like bitch i don't fucking know i really i cannot answer you in thai i don't even know what the fuck you're saying okay like please try again in a different language because i I cannot (laughs) which button is for english (laughs) looking around I don't think I am in the right place. Let me just remove myself <laughs> from this building. i sorry let for me, wasting
0: your time. <laughs> let me pull up Google Translate <laughs> and hope that translation is sufficient <laughs> to get us to communicate. Google Translate is so bad. Not, not from
1: experience, but just from like other people saying that it's bad. Um, and okay, my parents, right? They're just like, Google doesn't know shit. We have like a Google home where you can talk to yeah. her and she'll like answer questions for you. And they're like, I don't know what the fuck she just said. And I'm like,
0: (laughs) so there's that. If you if you speak another language and you don't speak it well, I'm sure you can relate to us (laughs)
1: laughing at how incompetent I am. Okay,
0: I'm like, (laughs) damn, I really Um, grew up all these years just to fucking learn nothing about my life
1: (laughs) and tell the Internet how we don't know anything. Okay, (laughs) you know what? Maybe oh. they'll bully us hard enough for us to
0: actually go back and learn.
1: Accountability, but make it aggressive. Oh, man. So I cannot read or write in Thai. Like, and can I just, like you were saying, like there are so many accents in Vietnamese, like that they sound the same sometimes, like for certain words. If you Google the Thai alphabet right now, like it is, <laughs> it looks like there are a bunch of mountains there that yeah. I do not
0: know how. To, to translate. climb? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of mountains. She can't fucking so climb Good, good job. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got you, dude. Okay? Like, I've seen Thai. I don't fucking understand it either. <laughs> How do you know when one word ends and another word starts? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Okay? I've been to Thailand once, and what I got from there was that they really, really, really treasure elephants and their food is very good and they're very friendly people. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome.
1: I thought you were gonna say something related to language, but then you just (laughs) didn't. I was just taken aback. Okay, but I appreciate these kind words about my people and
0: my (laughs) my home country. Okay. Please translate it for them so they can understand. Oh fuck. Oh I'm crying. This is too much.
1: So now we're going to move on. And Kim Mai, let me ask you, so what do you think is the best way to learn another language or Vietnamese in your experience?
0: I think speaking the language that you want to learn regularly is the best. I took like a Vietnamese class in college. I don't know. I think whenever you take a language, they have that class almost every day compared to like when you're taking calculus or some shit, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's something you can you just need two hours a week or something. But like when you're taking a language class, usually it's like an hour, like four or five days a week or four days a week or something, just so you can keep practicing. And I think like if you surround yourself, especially like with people who speak it and who people who speak it well too, like if you're speaking it to a friend who doesn't know, anything about the language as much as you do like you don't know it you're both going to be fucking having bad habits speaking to each other in yes. nonsense okay like I'm not saying that like you can't learn from your friends but make sure you learn the good shit from your friends okay right because I'm sometimes I say shit and I'm like oh shit I'm not saying it right I don't need to be teaching anyone else this example yeah. Alex Zang okay <laughs> like, mm. but yeah I think speaking it regularly is the best try to like speak to like your family more often in, in the language or whoever yeah. that knows the language really well like I was saying and I also think listening and watching movies or music mm-hmm. in that langu- language is helpful too I personally think that I pick up languages pretty easily and if I were to really seriously study like a language I could be very proficient proficient in it as well like other languages like I learned Japanese in college, in high school. I learned Japanese in high school and I picked it up pretty quickly and pretty easily. Wow. And also, like when I watch dramas in like Chinese or Korean or Japanese, yeah. I'm able to like pick up grammar and words there. Like I don't know everything. I'm not saying I'm a master. When you are watching those things consistently and you're hearing it a lot, then you can start understanding it, right? But the key to speaking yeah. is that you actually have to fucking speak because. If you're not mm-hmm. speaking it, you're just going to like trip over your words. And that's literally what I do in Vietnamese because I haven't been speaking it as much. My comprehension, pretty good. Okay. My speaking, subpar.
1: <laughs> yeah. Same. Like I will understand everything that comes out of your mouth most of the time in conversation, time. but I cannot give that back to you
0: Yeah, at all. <laughs> like yeah. you can tell me all about your issues in Vietnamese. I'll probably understand. But like, if you ask me, like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm good like I don't even actually, or- I don't even know how to say uh, like if someone asked me like how are you doing I don't know how to respond to Vietnamese I'm like mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we we try our best um yeah. in looking for context clues we also create context clues yeah. for the other party to try to understand us <laughs> uh-huh.
0: but what do you think I- the best way to learn is
1: I agree with you in terms of frequency it makes a lot of sense like I, I've i never taken a language class in college and it makes a lot of sense for them to have it like five days a week instead of two and practice is a big thing too like if you're not actively speaking again you're gonna be like me and you understand things but like people think you're mute because you cannot respond. (laughs) And I did also hear that TV shows were a really great way to learn a different language, right? And in terms of when we're talking about Thai, we did not watch a lot of Thai TV growing up and technology was not as great as it is now when we were toddlers. The TV was not a flat screen, okay? The TV was a big box and the internet was not maybe as well dispersed in Thailand as it was in the U.S. at the time. So it's just difficult to get maybe like a Thai drama through to the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's a big thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Another thing is that Vietnamese shows, they're not very good. Or in my opinion, I have seen many like shows in Vietnamese where like they're yelling at you. Okay. They're not yelling at you. But it sounds like they're yelling at you. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, get the mic a little bit away from her a little bit, you know, like we don't need to hear her screaming into the mic. Like it oh. is it too, is it too close? And like, is she okay? Like something like that, you know? Or like the the story is just really not that super great. But then, you know, we have Korean dramas coming in here with like really good storylines. Yes. And it's enjoyable, you know, like I if Vietnamese dramas could be at the same level as Korean dramas again maybe I haven't seen it if anyone knows any please let me know because I would like to watch something without needing subtitles and I mean I, I still might need subtitles for Vietnamese but like <laughs> that's the thing like I'm I'm over here knowing these sentences in Korean but like I can't even say it in Vietnamese because my people there's just there's just they're just trying their best, but it hasn't really, they haven't raised to the occasion, okay?
1: I mean, you have, um, you can ask Amanda,
0: you can ask Christine, and Jessica, you know, all these people. That's true. Um, Everyone, just start speaking to me in Vietnamese, and let's see how that goes.
1: I mean, there's, Kim Mai's not just trying to shit on um, her people, okay? There are other countries, like China, their action movies and their dialogue is maybe not up to par as it is in the US. And that's Mm. just something that is, you know, it's not like we're shitting on them. But like, sometimes it's just not the same. And I have another story about the force with which the Vietnamese language, like seems it's coming out at times. My, my mom, she her best friend is Vietnamese, right. And when I was little, I heard her talk to her husband one time And then I asked my mom later, like, why is he so mad at her? Like, I don't understand. And she's like, it sounds like that. But like, I don't think he's mad. (laughs) And I don't think I'd ever heard anybody have a conversation in Vietnamese before. So I think I was just not used to it. And then my mom's like, I think it's okay. It does sound aggressive at times, if I'm being
0: honest. They're really (laughs) passionate, okay? When people speak in Vietnamese, they're really passionate. And like, sometimes my mom, like, she's on the phone, she'll have it on speaker, and she's yelling. And I'm like, if you can't hear, maybe we need to get you some headphones, okay? If they can't hear, maybe we need to get you a mic, okay? But you don't you don't need to keep yelling, okay? Like, she can wake me up in the morning just from a phone call. And, <laughs> and I have to, like, I really have to, like, reconsider my life sometimes, like, Do I speak like that aggressively? And, you know, I could be when I'm speaking Vietnamese. And it's also like back to the dramas and stuff, just accessibility, like you were saying too, if it was here, if we had a lot of Vietnamese stuff on Netflix, maybe I would watch that. Maybe I need to look and surf through the web again. I think watching really helps Mm -hmm. you learn the language and also like how people like converse with each other, because sometimes when you learn something in class, it's not really how you speak to someone, you know? Mm
1: And it really explains why a lot of native speakers of whatever language, sometimes it's hard for them to pass like standardized language tests or like they think they're going to fly through the certain levels in college classes for different languages because they speak it at home all of the time. And like, that's just what they do with their family. But then they get to the formal or formal words and they're just mm-hmm. like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. So it's completely different.
0: Yeah, Yeah. like in Vietnam, I think like the proper way to speak Vietnamese is the dialect in the north, but then like my family is from like middle and south, so we have like different ways of saying certain things, because when I was um, in Vietnamese class, I think she, my professor was from the north so she taught us certain things that like we just don't say in the south you know or like from my family and our the way that we speak the language there's also like different dialects and ways things could be said depending on the region you're from
1: and just imagine being um, like knowing a rural dialect versus like a formal dialect I guess or like in the city dialect yes you could be accused of being like hillbilly like I could be a Thai hillbilly okay if I speak a certain dialect of Thai that's rural and not spoken in like the major cities and it would hurt if somebody called me a hillbilly but that's really how it is it's like yeah why do you sound like a peasant I'm sorry my entire family line was full of peasants
0: and that's why and I don't know what else to tell you okay I'm sorry like damn damn she's hurt right now guys I am who I am don't fucking call Tanisha a peasant. She's going to get triggered. Okay. You stop that right now. Okay. Her tie oh is peasant like. Okay.
1: I mean, it's just like I know so much slang and I know like more and more bad words as like I get older. Right. And my parents are like, okay, I like I can just say shit now and it doesn't matter because she's older. Yeah. And I don't know that I can't say these things until I say it and somebody gasps. Yeah. And then they're just like, oh my God, like, how can you speak that way? Like your family is right here. And I'm like, I literally don't know what the problem is. We say this all the time, but my mom's like, shut up. Don't tell them that. Stop. Okay. And I'm like, you should have taught me that when I heard it the first time. And then maybe I wouldn't have.
0: (laughs) Oh my God.
1: That's what it is.
0: My dad and my mom speak differently. And sometimes my dad will be like, don't say that. That's like low class. Like yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so like I think I know the difference because my dad has taught me. But like it's interesting. And also going back to like dialect, there's one dialect that like I, I know pretty well because my grandmother, she is from a, an area called Pue, and they have a very like strong, strong dialect. And like the way they speak, it sounds like a roller coaster. Like they're just continuously going up and down, like throw those accents away like I'm making my own shit okay and so (laughs) my grandmother like she is from there but like she she doesn't she doesn't really have a strong dialect from like at least what I can tell but like a family who still lives there like my aunt came to visit and she was speaking to me and I was just like can you say that again like she thought I didn't speak Vietnamese but I'm like I just don't I need you to speak slower because she spoke really fast and the dialect was like all over the place I was like I don't know if you're saying this word or this word and half the time I was just nodding, just hoping that my nods would translate <laughs> well into what she wanted, you know? So she had to like speak very slowly to me. And I think the different dialects are very, very cool. Like I actually, I really love listening to them. I just need to fucking understand them. Okay. Like that's yeah. a struggle that I deal with every time I approach someone who speaks of that dialect, but it's cool. Yeah. It's really interesting how different regions have the different ways that they speak sometimes I just look real dumb when I don't know.
1: It's almost like a different language, honestly. And like, if you don't know that specific dialect, it's very difficult just to pick up on it. Yeah. Okay. So what was your first language?
0: I think my first language was Vietnamese because I'm pretty sure like my parents' first language is, yeah, my, my parents' first language is Vietnamese. I'm pretty sure like when I was in the womb and like, outside of the womb they probably were like more easily speaking in Vietnamese than English you know because it's more natural for them to just like speak in Vietnamese and then again like I had a babysitter since I was like basically one who watched me as my parents went to work and so like Mm -hmm. she spoke to me in Vietnamese so I think as I when I was growing up my first language was Vietnamese and then like I was able to like learn English as you know my siblings were older than me so they would speak to me in English and then my parents again were like pretty fluent so it was like Vietnamese and then English how about you okay
1: i am the opposite i think my first language was english and again i'm going to say that my dad and my aunts were already very very americanized Mm -hmm. So I feel like they already went about their daily lives, just speaking English only. And so I think my first words were in English. I'm pretty sure pretty much because my family assimilated into American culture. It was easy to kind of stay in that bubble of assimilation and not branch out into a Thai community that was local Mm -hmm. because first of all, there was none. Okay. You had to drive 30 minutes towards LA just in order to get to a place where there's a bigger Thai population. And I remember that in school, like high school, there were maybe two other Thai, three other Thai people that I can think of, and two of those three were only half Thai. So it's not oh. like we're going around school speaking Thai at all. Yeah. It's mostly English, right? And the temple that we went to was 30 minutes away like where the community was and so I think I just was kind of okay just assimilating into the American culture and that's just how it was.
0: Yeah I think like well I don't know if y'all know but I was born in New Jersey. Not a very high Asian population in the area from what I can recall being eight months old but (laughs) yeah so I wasn't born and raised in California. I was born in New Jersey straight out of the womb and then flew to California and was pretty much growing up here and in california specifically in the area that i live now there is a large asian population and a large vietnamese population within that so growing up was like opposite tanisha where like you grew up in a mostly like what what would you say oh
1: um White. Most of the
0: population was white, Mostly a white population. And I was Mm. mostly, like, I was around a lot of Asian people. Because of that, a lot of people at my school spoke Vietnamese. I could turn the corner and it was, there'd be someone who spoke or understood Vietnamese. I didn't really have to, like, assimilate into white population or anything because Mm -hmm. I felt like it was just very normal to be, like, Asian. So I think, like, I was lucky, too, that I was, I grew up in that kind of environment, that I was able to practice Vietnamese more because for me, it just felt yeah. like it was more useful to know Vietnamese. And we were also mm-hmm. going to a lot of areas that were like five minutes away, 10 minutes away, Vietnamese grocery store, and Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah. It, it was just easier to communicate when you could speak the same language as a person who works there or you need help from, you just ask in that language. Um, and it feels more personable too.
1: Just to touch on what you said, my cousins live by where you are now. Mm -hmm. And they know a lot more Chinese, even into their teens. And one of them is in college now because they have the option of going to a Chinese school. They're, they're half Chinese going to a Chinese school after school every single day. Right. Yeah. Whereas my high school and elementary and everything like below, right. Was 30 minutes away from the nearest high school that I could even go to. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then, so it's just not like a viable option. It doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. If you think about, okay, forgive me, because I, I'm i not exactly sure if assimilation is a passive or uh, what's it called, active thing. I was never forced to assimilate <laughs> into... <laughs> I just want to like make clarify sure that's that I'm clear. Okay. Nobody was like, girl, you're acting too Asian. You need to calm down. Okay. There was none of that. Okay. And yeah. for me, it was very natural just to never engage in Thai conversation because there was never an opportunity presented to me to yeah. do that unless I was with my family. So mm-hmm. I was never forced
0: <laughs> to be just to clarify I mean, <laughs> or
1: anything like that. Yeah.
0: Tanisha is okay.
1: <laughs> I'm completely Okay like I was fine. <laughs> I just want to let everyone know that I was fine. Maybe if I did live in a population that was more densely Thai or maybe even more Asian, then I would have grown up more like him. I, but it just wasn't like that for me.
0: Yeah. So, which is fine. Okay. We grow which up in fine. the area. <laughs> we grow up in the area. We grow up. Sometimes people just have a little bit more opportunities to engage in their <laughs> roots, roots than others, but it doesn't make them any less of who they are okay just want to put that out there
1: I was not tied down I was not actively trying to be white it just that's how I that's what I turned out to be it's, And it's that's fine. what I was surrounded
0: by yeah yes. and it's okay. I'm okay <sighs> anyways which language do you think in <laughs> um
1: okay um I don't know if you can guess by what I have just said okay <laughs> what language do I think in it's English. 99.9% of the time, it's English. Shocker. So wow. surprised. <laughs> I know. So yeah, everyone outside of my family, everyone spoke English. So that's just what I was able to practice every single day of my life, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what I spoke in school to learn. The other point zero one. I don't even know how many nines I said after my 99, okay? But like <laughs> my 0.1% of the time is Thai or the certain dialect of Chinese that my family knows and that we're from. So if I want to speak in public, but I don't want other people to understand what I'm saying, I'm going to communicate in Thai because there is not a big population of Thai people here. So chances are no one's going to know what the fuck I'm saying. And that's exactly what I want. Okay. Yeah. And then even when I'm talking on the phone, I have this weird thing about not wanting other people to hear my conversations so if I'm talking to my mom on the phone, I will speak, I will respond to her in Thai, even if she's talking mm-hmm. to me in English, right? If I'm at the gym with my dad, I'm going to speak to him in Thai. And even if I'm talking to Dave sometimes and I want to have a private conversation, I will speak to him in Thai on accident. Dave is Filipino. He does not know any <sighs> Thai
0: whatsoever.
1: Okay, but in my share? mind, I'm like, I'm in private mode. Let's switch languages. Okay. She's like, so. <laughs> I want to have a
0: private conversation with myself <laughs> yeah. as you are present. Right.
1: Private <laughs> conversation with myself because nobody else knows what's
0: going on. You know, like yes. <laughs> yeah. I slowly, I slowly want Brian to pick up Vietnamese. That is the dream. Um right. he's he knows how to say very good, like this is delicious. And I can say certain things to him. He'll know what to do. Like close the door, lock the door, turn off the light. Oh,
1: wow. That's pretty good.
0: Yeah. Wow. So I'm trying.
1: I try to teach Dave a word. Okay. There's a word for like kanji or like boiled rice soup, right? Porridge. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. There are many words for it, right? Yeah. But so in Thai, it's kathom. And I was trying to teach that to Dave. (laughs) And it was funny because he kept saying it in like um, a Tagalog accent. And I'm just like, it's not right, but it's okay. We're trying. This You're is just the first step. Yeah. yeah. I really need to get to a point where I can actually pass some, pass on something useful to my children. I know. Um, and that's why I want to learn more. So along with Ty, I also said, Chinese. Okay. Um, and this is very common. Have you ever heard an Asian person exclaim, ah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So that frequently runs through my mind on a mm-hmm. daily basis, just when like shit happens. Like if I drop an egg on the floor, which did happen a couple days ago <laughs> in my mind, I was like, ah, yeah, you know, and my grandma would say that all of the time and it just stuck. And I actually Googled exactly what Google thinks it means. And they said, expressing surprise blame, dismay, shock, or fear. So it encompasses many, many different emotions. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. So it's a general like, ah, or, oh, you know, like, oh my
0: That's God. I, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. So what about you? What language do you think?
0: in? Uh, for me, it really depends on the situation. I feel like it's like 75% English, maybe 25% Vietnamese. Like when I'm speaking in English, I'm thinking in English. But when I'm speaking Vietnamese, I'm thinking in Vietnamese. Sometimes, like when I am looking at something and I'm just like, "What the fuck is this?" or like, "Oh my god, what that?" Like, like kind of comments like that I'll say in Vietnamese in my head. This is something that I say to Brian or anyone. Sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> like "Oh wow, wow, wow." What what it means is like, "Oh my god, this." dude doesn't know anything
1: (laughs) just roasting people all the time yeah basically
0: and like I say that in my head all the time and so there are like phrases that I say um or like things that I don't know how to say in English I'll say in Vietnamese so like it's just it's I think it's like a 75% 20 75% English 25% Vietnamese someone has asked me this before and I just thought it was really I thought it was really interesting that they had asked me this because know I just I'd never thought about that until they had asked me it's interesting that's actually I think a very interesting question to ask people who are bilingual because like you'd be like surprised
1: it's interesting because I know that I think you wanted you wanted to talk about this right you brought up the question for us to talk about like in the notes and you don't really know what language you think in until like you really catch yourself at like different moments and you're like yeah. you have to be conscious of it right
0: like I have a lot of Vietnamese words that I know that I can't say there are a lot of English words that I know that I can't say in Vietnamese but there are also words in Vietnamese I can't say <laughs> in English like a lot of it has to be with like that's to deal with like certain expressions that I can't exactly translate into English like the one that I just said like I translated it pretty well but like you just don't get the feel you know like it's a little mm-hmm. sassier than that you know
1: yeah there's I'm I'm just sitting here trying to think of Thai words that I can't translate but you're right like in Thai you'll say a phrase and it has a lot more attitude than if I were to try to, to translate it into English mm-hmm. and there's no way for me to convey that without using way too many words and then I lose the feeling completely exactly right exactly. and but I can't I can't think of like <laughs> I feel like there are a lot of like descriptions for behavior Uh huh. it's like oh she's acting a certain way yeah but it's like how can yes. I explain that to somebody in English I can't I literally yeah. cannot
0: I think like the phrase that I mentioned earlier that I would say to people and like Brian that's something that I say in Vietnamese because if I were to say that in English it just well, for one, he'd understand it. It's not the same feeling if I said that in English. Like, God, this guy doesn't know anything. Like, that's fucked up. But if I say in, in Vietnamese, the not seem fucked up. You yes, know? I, it I know exactly like, what you It mean. just seems like something my mother has told me all my life. Yes. Maybe it's normal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can bring
1: up Asian media that has come out recently. I can talk about uh, Squid Game. I can talk about Shang-Chi. Okay, mm-hmm. um, there are many... Asians, Asian Americans who have watched these movies and they have said, Oh, I can understand the language that they're speaking in the show. But then reading the subtitles, it's just not the same. It just doesn't give the same feeling. And then we just lose a lot in that translation Mm -hmm. for the sake of like trying to make other people understand.
0: Yeah. It's kind of
1: frustrating. Yeah. You would never know unless you grew up in that culture and you experienced Mm it. I'm trying to remember this line from. Shang-Chi and I think the dad okay he has lived many 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 lives he is very old he's like a thousand years old or something like that right and he looks at this old man and he's like how dare you speak that way to me young man but then like the real translation like in Chinese is supposed to say like I have lived 10 more lives than you have in your blah 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 years you know it's just it sounds more poetic there's more feeling and more emotion and that's just lost when you try to translate (laughs) it sometimes
0: but yeah there's a lot of shit that just doesn't translate exactly how it is in another language you know like if someone even if someone asked me to say something translate something from English to Vietnamese dude I'd help simplify that shit too okay like if you were trying to tell me a novel I'd be like, oh, the curtains were blue as marigolds. And so I'd be like, um, it's blue, like a flower. Mm -hmm. And, and if you ask me what kind of blue, it's um, sky blue. That's what it is. Wow.
1: (laughs) A valiant effort. Okay. Exactly. Very
0: good. It's it's not going to be that detailed. Okay.
1: So can I, I know that Vietnamese like I was talking about the Thai alphabet is like a bunch of mountains right Mm -hmm. but Vietnamese uses um similar similar like letters that we have in English I forgot what the correct term for that is like the same sort of alphabet just with like a lot more different like accent marks Mm -hmm.
0: do you know what I'm talking about yeah um Vietnam (laughs) was colonized (laughs) by the French yeah and so their language was influenced from the French language so that's why they have like alphabetical like it looks like the alphabet like mm-hmm. the English alphabet because mm-hmm. uh, they have French influence and um, I, I mean I don't really know where the, the accents like all those little squiggly stuff come from but that's what I know like I, I just know mm-hmm. that like it looks like the English alphabet because it's influenced from the French right If I'm wrong, then, like, you can tell me, but, like, that's what I know.
1: I mean, that makes sense. French influence is everywhere, like, you know, even in the food and everything. So,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah, like, um, like, pan you know, baguettes. Yeah. Yeah, Yes. That's that's some sort of French influence. (laughs) And, like, the way I say luggage in Vietnamese, vali, that's a French word, apparently. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, like, some words in Vietnamese that are, like, from, like, French or, like, related to it in some sort of way
1: so I ask this in a convoluted way because I want to know if uh, so you you have been to Vietnam and Mm -hmm. when you are driving around and you see street signs or just signs in general are there ever any English translation or phonetic translation
0: that you see no on the signs no okay no actually in Vietnam like I feel like when people, or when students are in school, they do learn English, but I feel like mm-hmm. in Vietnam, people are speaking Vietnamese a lot more. Like it's more heavily Vietnamese speaking, right? Then um, like, I feel like in the Philippines, they speak a lot of English and they still have Tagalog, but like in Vietnam, it's like, you learn, I think English up until like the eighth grade or so, but like, you're not, you're not learning it very well. You know, it's not like super drilled into you, but like, you know, a little bit to like get by. So like when you go to Vietnam, they can understand a little bit, but like they don't really speak it. They would rather speak Vietnamese or they're just like, I don't, I don't understand English kind of thing. So they like, I think maybe nowadays it's better, but like back then from like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, the past few years that I visited, like mostly people will speak in um, Vietnamese, but I think, like, the younger generation knows English now. Like, I think, like, my aunts and, like, cousins who are closer to my age, they can speak English very well.
1: That's interesting because that's actually more different from Thailand than I thought it would be. So in Thailand, we, we have mountains, okay, for our alphabet, Okay, yeah. a bunch of different shaped mountains with different mm-hmm. peaks and valleys, okay, and... Because of that, if you look at our highway signs or signs on buildings that say what the building is for, there will almost always be an English translation underneath it. And a lot of the time, if it's a Thai word, like the city Phuket in Thailand, Mm -hmm. like it will be written in um, English letters, right? So that people can read it and get around and understand. And then I feel like I also don't know if there's been a progression, like more people now know a lot more English than people did in the past in Thailand Mm -hmm. but I feel like most everybody will know a good amount of conversational English Mm -hmm. so if you were to be a tourist in Thailand and you want to get around somewhere like you would be able to communicate just fine even if you didn't know any Thai
0: yeah
1: and I feel like they're not shy to practice at all like Sometimes I am shy to attempt Thai words because I know it sounds so freaking terrible.
0: Yeah, they're so excited over but there. But they don't give a fuck. They're, yeah. they're excited. They want to learn. They're just like, speak to me right? in English. I'm yeah. like, okay, that's that's the best I can do, you know? Yeah,
1: and like, I, I'm i not at a place yet where I, I don't know, like, I want to be better, right? Like, I want to be as excited to learn too like that. But I think I'm just really shy because- first of all, I don't want to offend anybody, I don't want to, like, say something in a slang term that somebody could take the wrong way, and so I don't know what words are correct to say, or yeah, me too, (laughs) me too, so yeah, it's hard, and sometimes, like, I I don't, I just don't speak because of that, and, like, I don't think it really should be that way, but
0: yeah, we should practice,
1: yeah, (laughs) I could definitely practice, and but yeah,
0: Learn, I think with the street signs and stuff like everything, mm-hmm. like Vietnamese, you know, it looks like English, yeah. So, like, you can kind of get by it. I mean, the shit you say probably is not very close to the pronunciation, but if you could remember right. how to spell it and you write it down, mm-hmm. like, I can read Vietnamese even without the like um, mm-hmm. punctuations or like mm-hmm. whatever the accents, and I can like figure it out. So, I feel like, yeah, they're just like, I don't really need to say in English, yeah, no, that you makes can.
1: that makes total sense. And I also brought up phonetic pronunciation too, though. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean, like, if you go to any Thai restaurant in California or like anywhere in the U.S., you can order some Pad Thai, right? (laughs) You can order some Pad Thai and they spell it P-A-D Pad Thai, T-H-A-I, right? Uh The real pronunciation is Pad Thai, right? But in order to create a phonetic pronunciation that people can try to attempt to Mm -hmm. speak and we can still understand then like, that's how it's translated.
0: Um, Tanisha just schooled us all.
1: Oh my God. (laughs) Let me tell you something, okay? I fucking knew Tanisha Um, in
0: five years. She never told me the real (laughs) pronunciation. She just laughing behind my back.
1: (laughs) No, but it's like, sometimes like when I go into Thai restaurants, like if I show off my accent too much, I feel like they're going to try to speak to me in more Thai. And I'm like, I don't know if I can carry conversations. (laughs) Sometimes I'm just all up in there like pad Thai. Okay. Give me some chicken pad Thai. Okay. (laughs) I'm not about to correct anybody on their pronunciation. (laughs) Natasha also, like I have another story, Natasha, her boyfriend, he went to Thailand. He went to Phuket for um, a backpacking trip. I think Mm -hmm. um, when he was younger with like another one of his friends and Phuket, phonetically for English speakers is spelled P-H-U-K-E-T and P-H in English has the F sound right so he keeps saying Phuket and I'm sure that's because he learned it that way and yeah. like it makes sense when you read that word it's Phuket right but that triggered me so freaking hard when I heard oh him say God. that for the first time because I asked him about his trip I was yeah like interested to know and I was like oh my god but it's not his fault because phonetically we decided we needed a ph instead of just like a
0: pu or something yeah. you know
1: so phuket it is and like it's fine but also i'm triggered
0: <laughs> so if you're listening to this you can stop okay like you need stop. to stop no okay i'm just kidding no i i get it like it's the same yeah. thing for me where it's like with food there's like pho people call mm. it pho or po, right. and i'm yes. like no This is not a Teletubby, okay? This is a rice noodle dish called pho, okay? (laughs) Poe is a Teletubby, okay? (laughs) Okay, like no Tinky Winky, Dipsy, Lala, or Poe. It's pho, Mm -hmm. okay? So that's my thing. Like, it hurts me. But like, at the same time, how am I going to have people who have been saying pho all their life, who have never (laughs) done a little like you know thing in their voice to say "fa," it's hard mm, and when someone right. asked me like can you please help me and I've said it five times but <laughs> they're still not getting it I'm like you know what you tried your best and
1: yeah. this is
0: my limit okay like right, right? like watch a video uh, and repeat it each time okay you don't need me to mm. keep saying it okay <laughs> but if you're really trying your best I appreciate it but fo right. is not your best okay that is not your best that is we can try a little bit harder on that no, one. like <laughs> you can say you can say fa okay fine if you can't say fa fine just fa okay but fo, no no mm-hmm. fa or po mm-hmm. no thank you okay mm-hmm. try again another time okay and then maybe you can have some fa
1: <sighs> there are lots of
0: strong feelings in this episode that
1: i did not expect before no, sitting I didn't. down to film this um but yeah, um we we know that you are trying and we are not the best at speaking Vietnamese no, or Thai. No. Okay, we are not experts, but also it feels like little daggers that you are stabbing into our hearts sometimes when you pronounce things wrong. And sometimes it's just not worth it to correct it, and that's okay, but it still hurts
0: a little bit obviously. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you now, like we we bilinguals, we who speak in other languages, we will I mean, I think most of us are happy to like help you learn. Right. But again, if you're gonna be practicing it like 10 times, we got a limit too. Okay. I, at another on, on another hand, like where is my money for this private lesson? Okay. Where where is it? But also that would make it better. Yeah. It, it, would, <laughs> it, would, it would. It would make me a little bit more patient and understanding if you were just like a hundred dollars for you to help me say fa. okay. Like. <laughs> Oh, okay a good deal all right for you <laughs> yeah. but like at the same time if you're gonna keep insisting and be like no no no, just wait, wait wait bitch watch a youtube video okay <laughs> like there are vietnamese or other link there's fucking duolingo
1: try yeah, that that's true okay mm-hmm. like
0: mm-hmm. if if i was suddenly professor Mai teaching vietnamese then okay ask me all your questions but like after like a few times of you trying your best that's my best too okay so <laughs> Kimai literally said pay me or replace me yeah. with something
1: that does not have feelings so they will not hurt every time you say this word wrong give them a video
0: give them yeah. an app. okay just like Kimai needs a break <laughs> I'll be really nice about it but this is like literally what's going on in my head okay like like you know if anyone out there is trying to like learn a language or improve upon the language they're trying and trying to improve upon a language that they already know like we're also trying okay we're we're all in this together we are trying to be like multilingual people (laughs) because that's what's going to get us above in life hopefully um or just to know about other people's culture and i would i love that we're trying our best though okay like don't expect someone you know, another thing I've had people, this is not even about me, but like, I know I had a coworker whose last name um, sounded like a Mexican last name. Right. And so okay. people who spoke Spanish would come in and he also, I guess he like, kind of looks like he would be able to speak Spanish too. I don't know, but they would come in and be like, do you speak Spanish? And he doesn't like his, I think like he, his family has been in the States for a long time. So like, they just, mm-hmm. they don't speak Spanish. Um, and they would be like, why, why don't you speak? (laughs) Like, like, don't ask people why they don't speak a language or why they don't know. Okay. Like that's already something that they, they don't, what, it doesn't make any sense. Okay. Like if they don't know how to speak it, just respect that. Okay. So yeah, that's another thing. Like if you, if you think someone looks Vietnamese or someone looks Thai and you're like, oh my God, tell me about your, your life. And they're like, Hey, I don't really, I don't really know too much. (laughs) please respect that okay like as much as you want to push them to teach you they also can only dig so deep for that information that they don't have okay so yeah like sometimes people ask me about Vietnam and I'm like um let me check back in with my ancestors who actually live there okay like I don't know let me let me just call them real quick okay give me a second give me a second (laughs) can you tell me like no okay like I just Uh, I can't (laughs) It's like asking my parents, like, how was, how was it growing up in California? They didn't fucking grow up in California. Okay? Like, there's just, there's no way. Like, why are we assuming? Let's not assume. Let's exactly. Just... Okay. So let's just be respectful of the levels that people are at. Be yes. open to helping each other, but also yes. know, know your, your limitations and other people's like comfort levels. And this is just, yeah. I don't know why I like went on this rant she's like, triggered just, that's why i'm triggered okay <laughs> like it got to the teletubbies and I was it i was like Fuck no, okay. no, it was it was downhill from there <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness
1: yes so my spanish teacher okay it just happened to be my spanish teacher she said assuming or to assume makes an ass out of you and me and if you know assume is spelled a-s-s-u-m-e Okay, I'm the one spelling in this episode, not Kim I. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so it's true. It's true. That's, yeah, and like, that stuck with me. Okay. I used to volunteer in a hospital, right? Yeah. And there is a good percentage of nurses who are Filipino. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so frequently, you know, sometimes you just talk to people when you're walking down the hall. Many Filipino nurses would ask me in Tagalog, do you speak Tagalog? Are you Filipino? And I would sit there and I'd be like, no, I'm sorry, I don't. And then they, they would be like, why? Okay. And then I would be like, oh, I'm not Filipino, you know? And they're like, oh, what are you? And I'm like, I'm Thai. And then they're like, oh, so it become, you know, like in, yeah. in Thai. Yeah. And I'm like, that's yeah. wonderful. But then like, as they walk away, because they cannot converse with me in Tagalog. Okay. Cause I uh-huh. do not know any, I hear them just like talking like behind my back. And then sometimes they'll flip in and out of English into Tagalog. And I know that from context clues, they're just like, she doesn't speak it. I don't understand. And I'm like, I just told you
0: that I am not Filipino we are not the same Asians. thank you
1: for trying I look it okay (laughs) you look at me my caramel skin tone okay you look at my nose and you're just like she must be but like it really that is assuming yeah and I am not and I'm sorry to disappoint you
0: even though I am not Filipino (laughs) yeah that happens to me too like people (laughs) <laughs> people will come in and they just start speaking to me in Chinese and I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. Wow. I don't. Yeah. Like just instantly, like not even like, Oh, are you Chinese? They just start speaking to me in Chinese. I'm like, Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah. So it's, it's hard. Thank God for but Google ever, translate.
1: Yes. You know, she's, she's trying her best too. She's not we the all best all the time, but she's yeah. trying. Okay. But like one other thing that you guys might relate to if you are Asian has anyone ever come up to you and said, ni hao? <gasps> just if you're Asian. That's it. That pisses me it. off. And sometimes they are so happy. They mean well, but it, it hurts. Like, that's the first thing you say. That's okay. It's okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. <sighs> it's not okay. But I, sometimes it's easier to just pretend that it's okay. If that is the only interaction I'm ever going to have with you in my entire life.
0: Sometimes. I don't agree with the ni hao just because of the look. I don't agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, There was like, there was like someone at work, not like currently, but like someone who's like temporarily work with me. Mm. He like found out I was Vietnamese and he was like really into languages. Okay. Like I knew he meant well, but like, he just like, he learned a Vietnamese phrase from Google translate and said it to me I just I didn't fucking hear what he said so I was like mm-hmm, yeah yeah I thought he was just I thought he just said something in English because I couldn't hear him but then like he said oh did I say it right and I'm like I'll, I'll be fucking honest I don't know what you said like what did you say something to me like that I should know and he's like oh it was oh. Vietnamese and I'm like he was like it was what good was morning it? in Vietnamese and I think like on Google Translate it literally translated like good morning not like like a greeting yeah, yeah. but like good yeah. morning like mm-hmm, this morning mm-hmm. is good you know and right. so, like, I just, I didn't, I was like, oh, haha, like, I didn't really understand, but you tried your best, you know, and mm-hmm. like, yeah, it, it just kind of caught me off guard.
1: I mean, I guess, like, okay, yeah, Google's trying her best. He was trying his best. He meant well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think if you were, if you didn't grow up knowing a different language, maybe you really wouldn't know that Google didn't translate yeah. exactly right. Yeah. But yeah sometimes it's just a little startling when things like that yeah. happen
0: um it's like you know they mean well but it's also <laughs> like it's it's kind of triggering sometimes you know like you could just yeah. ask me like hey how do you say good morning or like what are the common right. readings you know yeah instead of like throwing something from google translate at me like shit
1: And it's only triggering because like it happens often and Mm -hmm. it's very, it's like a prevalent experience in the Asian community. So everything is for a reason, you know, Mm -hmm. if somebody seems upset about something, maybe, maybe they've heard it one too many times.
0: Yeah. And you might not have known that, but yeah. So, um, do we want to learn more? Hell yeah, I do. Me too. I really want to learn more. I really (laughs) You know, I hope to eventually teach my children Vietnamese, but like, damn, I ain't teaching them shit if I can't even teach myself. So I got to work on that first.
1: Yes, I relate with that 100%. Um, I can teach them words, not even phrases. Okay. I can tell you, like, I can teach my kid bathroom, food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Door. Th- Same. Things like I say that, that shit okay. every day.
0: Close the door. <laughs> lock the door. That's it Underwear. (laughs) Important. (laughs) I try to practice whatever I can, but like I feel like I give up when it comes to like complex conversations because I'm like, oh, like I can better articulate in English, but like, I really should, I should really be trying to say this shit in Vietnamese. Maybe I've been trying like Duolingo, but I haven't been able to keep up with it. So Mm. yeah, I I should, you know what, maybe this has encouraged me to like get back on that Duolingo train. Maybe I need to
1: get on that train too. I mean, okay, so you, you guys know that like I'm with Dave, right? Mm-hmm. And one of my fears, it's not really a fear. Like, I don't think I'd be upset if this were to happen, but he is very fluent in Tagalog, okay? Um, and he is more religious than I am. So mm-hmm. right now, if we just were to have kids right now within the state that I am in terms with in terms of like knowing the Thai language, which is nothing. I don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> Our kids would only know it's a Gallag and like probably follow the religion that Dave does. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like, I need to be able to give my children something. Yeah. And also I don't want my kids and Dave to talk about me behind my back Dude. and me not knowing what the fuck is going on. Okay. <laughs>
0: You better take those bitches and be like, you are not saying shit about me. I am your mother. I birthed you. You better learn my language. We'll learn together. And then they go up to dad. Mom's being a bitch. (laughs) You're like, what did you say? Mom, we love you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. Like, technically, Dave could teach me Tagalog too, right? But little children are like sponges. And I yeah, just absorb languages very, very easily. And yeah. I just, I don't think Lucky I'd be bitches.
0: able to keep up with that pace. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I can feel. say something. I'm like, you can say something to me. I'm like, auto, underst- like auto, I don't understand, will not register right? because now my right. mind is too complex and can <laughs> yeah. veto whatever oh comes God. to me. But as a child, I'm like, I can understand this. I'm sure I can understand <laughs> it. It's being communicated towards me. I must understand it. Bitch. Yeah good job like oh god we got to that point where we're like we have enough information thank you very much Uh,
1: I think that's it um our brains are kind of full you know we just need to do a little organization a little cleanup throw some things away and then like put some more language back in
0: I feel very strongly about going back to Duolingo now I think I'm gonna do that I'll I'll update y'all maybe
1: did she just pick up her phone because she's very adamant about I did I did pick up my phone yes she's ready. She's ready to go. And the way that Kim Mai is inspired to dive more in depth into Vietnamese, I hope that you guys are inspired to dive more deeply into the languages that you know, and maybe even learn other languages too.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like for me, I think Duolingo has like a lot of good, um, I mean, it has a lot more languages than it used to. So okay, I'll be honest, I burnt myself out, so I don't recommend this, but, like, I was learning Vietnamese, relearning Vietnamese, relearning Japanese, and trying to learn Korean on Duolingo, doing three languages at once, and I, like, kept it up for a good, like, few weeks and then I was like damn that's a lot of time like five they're always like oh you just need five minutes but like they mean five minutes for one fucking language okay now I'm spending like 30 minutes on each Mm. on like all these languages and I gotta go back to reinforce the foundation or else the eggs will crack I don't want my eggs to crack okay but yeah hopefully we can learn more I think Tanisha and I will we'll make a promise today that we will eventually learn more eventually (laughs) Yeah, that's that is a doable time
1: frame. Thank you. Yeah, like for giving
0: me that. Like Tanisha said, in in public <laughs> and in public and private when it's a private conversation and we only want our family members to know, we're going to start spewing our mother tongue, you know? And I want to be able to do that efficiently. Like sometimes when I'm speaking in public, I need to get that shit out quickly so they can understand without me looking like a dumbass okay like yeah some sometimes yeah. like you may not know what I'm saying but I, I'm sure you can tell that I'm pausing and hesitating okay <laughs> like there's just something she's like I mean I don't know what she's saying but I don't think she knows what she's saying too you know so I need to improve that so I can have better conversations in private
1: honestly there is a time limit when you're trying to have a conversation with somebody because any time that you're not speaking they're just looking at you
0: yeah and waiting Waiting for something to happen. Yeah. It's like, are you gonna say it or are you gonna fucking walk away because you're wasting my time? And half the time I'm like, bitch, okay, I'll walk away and think about it later. Okay.
1: Imagine just giving up half like (laughs) mid-sentence, turning your back and just walk in the other direction.
0: Yeah. Or like in my head, I have like some complex thing I'm gonna say and then I'm gonna, you know what? I like cheese, okay? that's that's what it is I had this whole description of how this cheese is the best motherfucking cheese in the world it's so gooey it's so creamy but like if I were to tell someone this cheese is really good that's that's what I would say okay
1: oh my God. So. we're all trying our
0: best um, we are we are
1: I have a fun fact a fun translation okay okay um for Thai. so remember how you were saying like um your dad You asked your dad, like, what does download? How do you say download in Vietnamese? And he's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, right? Yeah. The word strawberry, to say strawberry in Thai, if you ask Google Translate, she's right on this one, okay? If you ask her, strawberry, that's how you say strawberry in Thai. You insert the English language and you try to make it Thai with some inflections. Yeah, see, yeah. And that is how we deal with English language, or English words that we cannot translate into our own yes, language.
0: Yes. Yes. That's exactly what I do too. Even if there is a Vietnamese word for it, I just <laughs> say it in a Vietnamese accent and usually they understand. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's my fun fact. Um, so I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode
0: <laughs> this about episode, language. Yeah. Honestly, like I felt like we were very organized when we were writing this all out, we actually didn't even go through half of the stuff we wanted to talk about because we just kept going on tangents. We had, we were angry. We were happy. We were strongly opinionated of certain things. And you know, this probably, this probably required a lot of editing. I'll be honest. I haven't done it yet, but I'll be honest. I'm probably going to do that because it's a mess. And I hope, I hope you guys could follow. I hope y'all had fun. And I hope we didn't offend anyone in any way when we spoke strongly about certain things. But like, that's how we felt. And so.
1: But honestly, like, if you guys want to comment, like, go ahead and call us out. Okay, like, if I pronounce something wrong, please tell me. Educate me respectfully, kindly. But feel free to engage with us in the comments and let us know what we did correctly or terribly, terribly wrong. Please let us know.
0: (laughs) And... (laughs) And again, this is our first of the series of growing up Asian. I mean, I don't know if this will be a series, but I hope it is going to be. And um, hopefully this encouraged y'all to either pick up another language or improve upon the one that you, you know, well, you kind of know well, or whatever you're interested in, you know, like there's, it's never too late to learn something. And don't be ashamed if you are not perfect at the language that you were, that your family yes. speaks or something, because mm-hmm. I am not perfect. She, Tanisha is not perfect, but we're trying our I best. Far from yes. Yeah, we're, we're really trying. We've made many mistakes and we're, we're still alive. Okay. So I'm sure you can make mistakes and still be alive. <laughs> wow. Somebody put that on a t-shirt, please.
1: <laughs> somebody quote that. That's our new merge. I'm excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but... <laughs> Anyways, as Tanisha was saying, please engage with us. We'd love to hear from our listeners. Could you relate to our stories? What are yeah. your stories? What languages can you speak? And do you have any suggestions as to what you'd want us to talk about, whether it's related to being Asian or just anything else? So um, I think it's clear that we
1: had a lot of fun talking about this.
0: We excited
1: to mm-hmm. talk about more of our culture and share our culture with you and excited mm-hmm. for you guys to share yours with us because we don't know everything and we would love to know more. That's it for our episode, guys. Thanks for listening.
0: Follow us on Instagram at kinda.tempted. Subscribe and give us a like on YouTube and we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye.